welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. And today, <clears throat> the thought came to my mind, black man, are you envious of the white man? And I think that's a thought that comes through everybody's mind, if you ask me. Um, but I think coming from where we come from, these, the superiority complex that was perpetuated on our minds, uh, the psychological warfare that took place, the mental, physical enslavement process, puts the white man and the black man as, like, mortal enemies here on Earth. Um, If Yeshua the Christ did not come back and set things straight, um, Lord knows this battle would probably be worse. Um, Because... It seems as if the white people play extinction games, you know. Um, Black people normally play territorial games. Not to say that black people haven't played extinction games before, um, back when we ruled the earth. But extinction games are part of the plan and a part of the game. And a lot of times when we think about the modern day battle uh, because you have to look at history. I mean, if history, there was a people dominating every every uh, century or whatever, however long your, your dynasty lasted, <clears throat> it always comes to an end. And or you're, you're right in the middle of it. But one of the things that I feel like we find our our place at today as black people and white people in America is that America's supremacy across the world seems to be waning. Like the same way the vaccine wanes is the same way that democracy seems to be waning. Um, it's not to say that it's not still very, very powerful. Uh, It is a force to be reckoned with. It wouldn't have survived this long had not uh, we had such a long run in America. And when I say we, I mean Americans because black people were a part of the history of America just as much as white people. But mentally, They've taught us to only think of America as white, which I think is a psychological war game. Because if you can only see the white in history, you won't know what role the blacks play the best, for the good and for the bad. Because when we look in the past and we see the bad that blacks have endured and went through, and then on the same hand, we see the good. And we see that the black man has invented tons of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go back to the beginning of time, it's no competition. You know, we are, we're inventors by nature. 
Um, and when you look at the white Caucasian specifically, because we're going to break down the Jew, uh, or I'm sorry, Jewish person, and in that scenario, they're the way they move is different. Like to me, just to break it down, the Jewish people are actually the employers of the white people because the Jewish people own the bank. And the white people, they may own the country, but that country still has a loan with the banks. So the banks control that. So looking at history from that vantage point and understanding where the black person is ranked on the pedestal, it's, it's from the dawn of time, it's been ups and downs, depending on what part of history you find yourself in. Myself, I find myself on the, on the side where the white person makes the ruling decisions in the country that I live in. You know, as much as we like to say, oh, black people are in power, blah, 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 it's bullcrap. I mean, let's be real. We we've significantly contributed to this na- to this nation uh, more than any people in the world, and for us to for us as America to be the number one powerhouse for so many years, that's that's something that you know, black people are amazing from that vantage point. That just off of our labor and our work ethic. The white wealth was so great that it, it that it was able to enslave the world, you know. And on the other hand, to be mentally slaved is the side that you wake up with every time you're you're black and you wake up. You don't wake up from a free standpoint. You wake up from a I was in debt from the time I woke up standpoint. And of course, uh, debt is not the only indicator of being enslaved. Mentally, you can be caged in to where the imagery from the TV, which is controlled and operated by the white man, which is another staple that the media is a powerhouse in this kingdom, and they learn amazing things from Nazi Germany, like a lot of the Nazis' uh, intelligence and science and technology has helped propel America quiet as kept. Some of the most um, intelligent and, to be honest with you, cruel. They're very cruel people from Germany. I, I that doesn't have to be said. But at the same time, these people were wicked geniuses. They were ge- they they were absolutely intelligent at what they brought to the world stage. And America being the uh, appropriator that it is because diplomacy is just appropriation. It's hey, you can do anything you want over here as long as you pay us. <laughs> that's that's actually democracy. Hey, do anything you want here, just make sure you pay. Okay, whatever it is, just pay. And because society is crashing now because we've gotten away from 
God's law. And when when you when you try to turn the nation against God, and as you can see in the media, we're completely complicit with the devil here in in, in America now. Like more people watch demonic, devilish shows, meet myself included, with anime. And I, I really do try to watch my intake, but I'm a man. I'm a human. I I watch stuff. I'm sorry. You know, but I know that I should strive to guard my eye gates because the enemy, which is established as the ruling class, and I'm not even going to just put all white people. There are black people that are completely your enemy. There is no... Uh, Teams like in Survivor, how everybody comes in the Davids versus the Goliaths or whatever season Survivor you like to watch. The team isn't really real. It's it's every man for himself and whatever alliance you can put yourself to to get to the end to get the million dollars is the game you play, you know. And there are a lot of black people who have turned against black people for a better position in this world. And honestly, if you're of this world and you don't know God, you're doing the best you think you can to provide a better life for your family. But even with that better life that you've provided, don't you still feel the separation? It doesn't matter how much money you get, how much affluence you get. You still are a captive in another man's nation. Their police can pull you, this billionaire guy over the same way he can pull me over. It doesn't matter. And if that guy's on some racial trip that day, it is what it is. So color and all of that, it actually does matter, you know, um, in the grand scheme of how you're going to make it to the end of uh, your life because when you when you think of the black man and the white man, the one thing you have to remember is who rules the nation? The white man. He has the advantage current day 2021, 2022, and it looks like he got it for a little bit longer than that. But at the end of the day, Yeshua, the Christ, Jesus, gives us hope that there is not just this life. So in the grand scheme of things, the person who is entrusted in God's kingdom is actually the wealthy person. So when you think about what I posed in the beginning of this, which is simply, are you jealous as a black man of a, of white men? The answer is, when I was in darkness, a part of me would say yes. You look over, they got everything. It looks like it from the media perspective. But then when you look out of your own eyes, you see that the playing field is actually quite level. You know, even though it's not stacked in your favor, 
because you have God and because you play in a different spiritual kingdom than people who only focus on the flesh, God can navigate your life to where you can live better in this kingdom than someone who all of the advantages was made for. You know, because pressure creates diamonds. So I would rather be the one under pressure than the one not under pressure because who's being more vigilant about the time that they have here on earth? I am. I'm more vigilant. My life is literally in danger as a black person. I'm literally my my house will be devalued because I moved into it. Those are the odds I'm stacked up against as a black person, and I see it and I count it all joy unto God. I thank God it's so hard. I thank God I got two kids and not just one. I thank God I got a wife. I thank God I have everything that I have, and even with my skin color stacked against me, I thank God for all of it because if it wasn't for the adversary, you know, adversity. If it wasn't for, like, even me, I got, quote, unquote, bad vision. I got to wear glasses. You know what I'm saying? That's a deficiency. That's, like, just as a human, genetically, we're born with different genetic makeup. And that's another thing I give thanks to God for, because when you think about natural bodies, because the white gene is a recessive gene, and the black gene is a dominant gene, our genetic sequence and makeup is much more adapted to the Earth's atmosphere. Um, So we don't have as many, uh, I would say, ailments naturally, especially if we didn't have such bad diets because of so many things that have been done to our... uh, packaged foods and all of this stuff that we deem as, you know, modern-day eating, if we were more back to plant-based lifestyle, the black man would flourish even more because they would have the right nutrition. Right now, black kids are living in food deserts. I grew up in a food desert where 7-Eleven is the main thing, feeding your kid during lunchtime and, and snack time and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ate out of 7-Elevens for years and McDonald's and all of this bull crap because that's just what was closest nearby, and that's just what I had the money to get. I didn't cook. So as a child, you you grew up in that food desert, and you have no idea the amount of damage you've done to your body in just that short amount of time of childhood, you know. You're setting your whole life up your 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 body's life and how you set your um your habits up start from childhood and a lot of things get broken once you become an adult and you can make your own decisions and you make your own money but a lot of things stay the same like a lot of people who never worked out when they were young some people had a revelation and okay dang I got to take care of my body if I want to have all of my limbs and my faculties when I when I age but some people because they never got into that habit of working out and taking care of of themselves 
they don't really understand the importance of it because, man, I'm just trying to make it. I, I, nine to five, I'm working uh, all these hours. Man, I ain't thinking about uh, doing no type of workout when I get home. Of course, you're going to lose over the span of life because you don't even have the faculties that God gave you. You don't have enough sense to keep those things up. And I will give white men credit. A lot of them are in the gym. You got to give black men credit too, because a lot of us are in the gym. We not playing with our physical fitness. The closer we get to the end times, because we see health is wealth, and that's that's just true. Health is actually wealth, and you got to give praise and thanks to God for being a black man for having genetics. And, shoot, if you're a white man, give praise and thanks to God. If all your faculties work, any man, be thankful that your body works. Today we just talking about black and white and singling that out because uh, that's the more polarizing uh, dynamic in America. And, and believe it or not, racism pays for a lot of people's career and money and time and energy. Like, I never want to have to spend that much time and energy on racism, just because I believe once you get a connection with God, it's about your purpose in life, and your purpose is going to get fulfilled no matter what odds are stacked against you anyway. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I think the people that lose are the people who focus on race and black and white all day long. I think it's a bad move. I mean... You should understand who your enemies are, but not every white person is your enemy, just not every black person is your family or your friend. So be aware of the overall uh, macro situation, but also be aware that your micro internal situation that's happening to you daily could be a complete different situation than what is seen on TV and portrayed in media because there's a lot of money to control your mind. So be careful. Be careful. Um, so I'll answer the question. At one point I was jealous of what the white man had, but I was blind. And now... I'm no longer envious. I more so see it as pressure. And I look at it from a standpoint of look how far I can go. But understanding that God has brought me to a place where finances aren't truly the overall equation of wealth to me anymore. When I was a child, I thought like a child. I was one-dimensional. I thought money... You had a ton of money, you was good. I was tripping. Being good is, first of all, knowing the only good, which is God, and then allowing him to bestow upon you riches that the world can't give you, like peace of mind, like waking up, and feeling fulfilled with what you do. Having time 
to develop relationships with people you truly love and care about and spending equity with them instead of worrying about equity in your house. And I just thank God for clearing up a lot of my misconceptions as a child and be, and thanking God that I was open enough to go to therapy to understand some of my bad mental processes and thoughts, and I'm still seeking therapy. I mean, I'm not, I know I'm not uh, a complete, grounded human being, and only with the help of God and staying close to Him and being aware and having check-ins mentally to see, am I thinking correctly about this situation or that situation? that's when I understand whether or not I'm doing it right for God. What What is my heart position? And your emotions, how you think, tell a lot about your heart because everything meditates out of your heart. You can tell where a person's heart is just by how much or what they spend their money on, what you spend your time on. If you don't care nothing about God and and bringing his light to the world, then God is not necessarily your uh, your focus in life, you know, and you can't expect for him to be your focus in life. But I do thank God for exposing himself to me. And I just want to leave that with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has just been a quick podcast. Hopefully it can open up your mind and get your conversations speaking and asking yourself some tough questions. And thankfully I have peace now in my life about the black and white situation. And I realize it doesn't matter, never really matter. And whatever obstacles it faces, my trust is in God. Peace. Yo, if you like this podcast, go to killego.store to support the merch. K-I-L-L-E-G-O dot store and purchase something to keep us going. Appreciate you. Peace.